Hey guys, I'm Marissa, and I'm a happy-go-lucky ray of freaking sunshine. And I'm Hannah. I'm sarcastic and mean everything I say. And, and this, this is, is our, our podcast, podcast Sun Happens. Happens. Join us every Monday. We're two girls on one podcast with a mutual love for personal growth. Let us help make your week shine a little brighter. And remember, remember sun happens. When, when you can't, can't find, find it, create it. Create that shit. Skirt, skirt! I think that was pretty good. Hey guys, it's Hannah. Just popping on here real quick to let you know that this is going to be another two-part series. This one is an interview with Stephanie Jonas of Maverick the Collection. So what you're going to hear right now is part one. And then the following Monday will be part two. I hope you guys enjoy this interview as much as Marissa and I did. Um, Well, welcome back, friends. The Sun Happens podcast. We are on episode 15, right? There we go. Um, Today we have Stephanie Jonas of Maverick the Collection joining us. Um, And I will give her a quick second to kind of introduce what Maverick is, who she is. (laughs) She's like over here making faces. I I don't know anything about my company. I I can't. I know nothing. But yeah, so the big thing... Steph is kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, um, what Maverick is, why it matters, and kind of who we always like to do the what, the why, and the who. Um, So who is it for? Why it matters? What is it? Um, And then we'll do a quick icebreaker, and we will go from there. Yep. All right. So tell us about Maverick. What is Maverick? Let's start there. Just like a quick, because we'll go into detail in the episode too. Okay. Well, first of all, I just told Marissa that I was actually nervous because during I even wear a look. (laughs) I (laughs) look. I usually am like this, like staring in the mic. Staring in the corner. Um, I'm so used to doing lives that it's yeah. like so funny to me for me to not see my face because I do the majority of my business online. Yeah. Um, anyways, so <laughs> Maverick the Collection is a direct sales clothing company. Um, we launched January 15th of this year. Woo-hoo! So we've been open for literally four months like today. Oh, yeah. And um, you're doing awesome. We are doing really well. Knock on wood. Yes. Or glass. There it is. There um, it is. So we are a direct sales clothing company, which basically just means in order to buy our clothes, you have to buy it from one of our stylists. And in order to sign up with the company, you have to sign up under a stylist. Um, We basically give all the tools to our girls that sign up how to run a successful boutique Mm -hmm. and they can earn money by just selling the clothes if they want to, or they can also um, earn a residual income from building a team. Mm, very cool so it's kind of our own twist um i don't know if any of you know me i'm sure a lot of you do not know me but i used to sell for lularoe which was also a direct sales clothing company um and i kind of just basically took all the good aspects that i felt like lularoe had to offer and then i put our own twist of just running your own boutique and kind of kind of combine the two together so and i feel like maverick is is just to like butt in right now more your style like boho wise thousand like, percent lula we couldn't really choose but with with yours you're like going out there choosing your own inventory like Definitely. picking the best stuff so that's really cool yeah um okay so why why does it matter why are you so passionate about it? just a quick like couple sentences about why you think maverick matters for the world it matters because um, <laughs> give me some time to think because I uh, because I made no. it um 
So when I was in the LuLaRoe world, I entered the LuLaRoe world saying, I want nothing to do with the direct sales part of this. Mm -hmm. I do not want to build a team. I just want to sell the clothes. And I was adamant on that. And within the first 30 days, I had 10 girls that had reached out to me that wanted to sign up. I think Marissa was number 10. (laughs) I was Um, like, you make how much? (laughs) I'm in. For for that reason, I'm in. (laughs) And that's really what happened. Within the first 30 days, I had so many girls reach out to me and I was like, oh my God, I actually, maybe I do have some something here like maybe I can offer them this world without it having to be the tacky direct sales Mm -hmm. company that we're all used to um so it really just made my mind kind of wrap around this idea of maybe I can help other girls and maybe I can make this world a little bit different than what we've all envisioned. So when I started Maverick, I really, my mission is just to be able to help other girls like myself have boutique because it's a hard world to go out there and just start a boutique on your own. Mm -hmm. It sounds great in theory, but then you get into it and you're like, oh my God, I have to deal with manufacturers and I have to deal with taxes and where do I start and where do I find my customers and how do I do social media? So my goal is really just to be out there to help these girls start boutiques and then kind of change this negative connotation that the MLM world has. Mm, I just threw threw my lingo in there, MLM. Um, (laughs) MLM equals multi-level marketing. There we go. Not a pyramid scheme, y'all. Not a pyramid scheme. Can I just make a shirt that says that? MLM, not not a pyramid scheme. There we go. Um, So I guess then the last question before we go to our icebreaker is, who is this for? Like, who is Maverick for? And obviously your answer can be anyone. You can have a spe- specific niche. But in your in your mind, who, who does this company really kind of um, reach for? I've been asked this question so many times, and I always say me. Like, yeah. th- me. I am the perfect person that is interested in this world. Um, Someone probably in their 30s that probably has kids, maybe doesn't, um, but that wants freedom and wants to stay home and doesn't want to have to answer um, to a boss. Um, I don't group myself in millennials. I was born in 85, so I'm like right on the cusp of like millennial and generation. Yeah, those darn millennials were just (laughs) terrible. I hate them. No, um, but I'm really a mix of both worlds. So I like, I remember the world before technology, but technology is really what I remember from like high school and college. Mm -hmm. So I kind of feel like we go after that in between where you want to have those in-person events and you also want to use technology to Mm -hmm. your, to your benefit. I know both. Cool. I didn't have a beeper though, but I didn't get a cell phone until I was 16. Okay. So icebreaker. Thank you for that intro. You're welcome. We go off on rants. (laughs) That's totally fine. All right. What's your... Icebreaker. You know my icebreaker. Wait, I'm scared because I don't even know you. I know. <laughs> like, what's it gonna be? <laughs> she farts in podcasts. Well, then anything can come out of this girl's mouth. Just first um, her and she randomly burps. So yeah, she, she does all of the things. Um, I feel like I know your answer based on your cup, but. Chick-fil-A Wait, I, oh. or Chipotle. Oh, come on. I literally just went on Instagram and did a story about oh, really? how much I love Chick-fil-A. No, you did not. Just check, no. my, check it. We're I was like, share. guys, listen, I just love We're Chick-fil-A so much. I just have to tell you guys about it. Wait, that. let's see. You did Wait, a story? I literally did three stories. I just did it. All right, hold on. We're going to just like take a pause. <laughs> We're going like, to verify this. Pause. Hold on. Because not, on. On Maverick, the classic one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real professional. All right. All right. All right let's see. We're let's find the Chick-fil-A one. Hey girls, Keep going. I'm having a serious problem. I have a serious addiction to Chick-fil-A oh and sweet and iced tea and Chick-fil-A sauce. Like I could just drink both of them all day long. 
I keep justifying my addiction with the fact that everyone that works there is just so nice and like I just want to like hang out with them. But it's becoming a problem. I know I'm not the only one in this boat. I know it. Even if you're not going to comment on this video, I know that you all have an addiction to Chick Fil A for some reason. And she posted this selfie. That's, so we know Stephanie we had no dancing. Idea, but that's so funny. Yeah, we didn't know that story existed. <laughs> there yes. you go. But we know that Steph likes Chick Fil A. What do you? What would you no, choose? Love, love, love. She's <laughs> obsessed with like. Likes the bad one. I think I'm gonna have to go the same. I, I was really gonna do. say, God, is that even like a question? Yes, like people like people pick Chipotle. Yes, no, oh, they yes. Don't. No. Are you gonna pick Chipotle? Yes. And wait, let me explain why. Okay, the only thing, the only thing that attracts me to Chick Fil A is that you're extra. No, yes, <laughs> yes. No, Chick Fil A, like they love Jesus, so like I appreciate their customer service, and I love Jesus. I don't think their food's that good. What? I know. I know. I literally only eat the chicken minis there and everything else. I'm like, I don't, the chicken sandwich is like, eh. Oh, oh. The chicken nuggets are like, eh. Oh my God, I can't. Oh. I can't. I'm going to have to leave. She's going to leave. Stephanie's <laughs> about to throw up right have now. Have you tried the chicken? We'll have a 10 minute podcast. I have. I have. Huh? We'll have a 10 minute podcast. She's going to leave. <laughs> I know it's well. That's fine. We got everything we need to know. <laughs> We're good. Chick Fil A is life. It's fine. Um, so I would pick Chipotle only because I really, really love like their their meat and their peppers and the guac. And I'm just not a fan of fried chicken. I never have been. Like never. You are not from the south. No. Well, technically, Naples, Florida, isn't considered the south. They like start to like gain. It's vote. about culture wise. So, okay. Oh, I was gonna say so what not geography wise. Okay. North got it. Because all the northerners come down, so we're more of like a just. Listen, I'm from Rhode Island. This is the South. Yeah. <laughs> Do we act like we're in the South? Yes. You guys say y'all. I say y'all because of North Carolina, though. You say y'all because where were you coming from? Colorado. Indiana. Oh, she's from Did Indiana. You say y'all in Indiana? Yeah. Weird. <laughs> I guess. Oh, I, I guess. Think, <laughs> I think we say y'all. Bless your heart. Oh my gosh. <laughs> all right so let's go ahead and get into it that was a uh, pretty funny your story all right so we just have a couple questions um i thought that was it <laughs> I, thought I, thought that I thought i was leaving I thought that was jeez it. and rice do you know we need you for like 20 more minutes oh at God. least um okay so you kind of gave a little bit of background on maverick um so i'm not i'm going to kind of skip that first question of what is maverick but um, tell us a little bit about you. You kind of talked about your history with LuLaRoe, but give us a little bit more background on how you did with LuLaRoe, how it changed your mindset with multi-level marketing, why you even had that negative mindset of, of multi-level marketing to begin with. Just your history, your background, and really what got you here like today to this. Okay. So I actually, um, I knew from from literally age five that I was never going to have a nine to five job. Yeah. Like everyone would always ask me like what I wanted to do. And I'd be like, um, I don't know, something with clothes, but yeah. like not at a desk. I like wanna, I want to do my own thing. Yeah. I just want right. to kind of yeah. do it. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's, answer it's, to anyone. it's not what you guys are envisioning. Yeah. Um, so I always just knew I was an entrepreneur at heart. My family, everyone in my family is entrepreneurs. Um, I just knew a nine to five wasn't for me. So I went to college, I majored in marketing. Um, 
I had to do an internship and I was like yeah I can't do this whole desk thing so mm. I'm just gonna forge this paperwork and like had my dad forge it I and didn't it was actually fine. work <laughs> I didn't do the internship I, I, lied. I, I couldn't exactly. couldn't do it yeah. like everyone's like yeah go do an internship here and I'm like no I, I can't it's just yeah. not me I like I feel the minute I think about sitting at a desk I get like absolute anxiety and so, as we're sitting at a desk literally this is why anxiety. she wants to leave right now <laughs> yeah. it wasn't the Chick-fil-A comment. with the door closed it's the yeah. desk yeah <laughs> we're in a true office right now and she She's out. She's done. Yeah, you're right. So graduated with a degree in marketing. Um, I actually graduated in Rhode Island. I moved down to Florida um, like within two months after the summer. I stayed the summer. I had a great summer up there, but moved down to Florida um, at the beginning of September and had no idea what I wanted to do. Ended up bartending for two years. Um, it was great. Yeah. Kind of like figured out my life a little bit, yeah, I feel like. And able to make like decent money too. Made great money. Had a great time. Lived at the beach. I mean, it was awesome. Um, and then I decided to get into real estate, which I absolutely loved I did real estate for about five years um and then I got preg I also got married in between this time yeah. um, let's just uh, minor minor married. detail no, yeah yeah not, not a big deal like sorry Michael sorry, sorry Mike you yeah. were in there somewhere yeah. um ended up getting pregnant with our first um boy and did real estate throughout the pregnancy then got pregnant again with our second boy really quickly mm. after that realized that I couldn't really do real estate anymore it just it just wasn't working with our schedules so I decided um, on a whim when I was looking for boys clothes on Etsy one night that I was just going to start my own graphic t-shirt company and make boys shirts yeah and I told my husband this and he was like do you know how to screen print and I was like nope I'm just gonna learn how yeah so, I'm sure you just like fine. buy something it's totally fine. fine yeah there's gotta be a yeah. manual somewhere I'm not, I don't I'm know scared YouTube can teach you anything that's true that's true Google or YouTube we have no excuse not to no, try things literally no. that's yeah. why I'm here yeah I mean no. I <laughs> exactly so taught myself how to screen print um started a t-shirt company opened up an Instagram in 2013 and that was like before Instagram was like a thing that yeah. was like when yeah. everyone was doing like the weird filters on Instagram uh, and stuff yeah 1950s like, yeah <laughs> been there it was just like a weird time for Instagram yeah. um no one had shops on Instagram so I started one and I gained a ton of followers super quick I was like this is amazing yeah I didn't even have a website I just sold like through like PayPal on my yeah. Etsy I mean on my Instagram and then I opened up an Etsy shop and within two years I had like $250,000 in sales um, for the two Holy years for the t-shirt poop. companies out of nowhere. Um, so that was awesome. That was really my first like dive into social media. Mm-hmm. Um, I met one of my best friends, Amber, to yeah. this day. Um, I met her through the t-shirt company. Her child used to be a model for me. And she ah. was like, hey, I'm just going to start this company. It's called LuLaRoe. Um, you should totally do it with me. And I'm like, absolutely not. I don't want to build a team. <laughs> Get away yeah. from me. The answer is not no. Happening. I like you. Moving but no. on. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, Amber. Yeah. Um, anyway, she convinced me. She told me how much money she made during her first event. And I was like, uh, okay, sign me up. Yeah. Okay, I'll try. Yeah. <laughs> 5,000, done. Yeah. Um, so I said, like I said earlier, I said, you know, I'll sell the clothes, but I'm not building a team. So you, you all know how that went. Um, I ended up building a team very quickly. Yeah. I fell like in love. people. <laughs> like, it was like 10 people in the first 30 days, but it ended up being like 50 something. It was like people. 60 within the first six months. Yeah. 
Um, it was awesome. It was a great, great time in my life. It was my first dive into um, direct sales, um, first time leading an actual team, um, and I kind of just felt like I found my my home. Like yeah. I, not that Lularoe felt like my home, but the whole world of direct sales yeah. felt like my home. It incorporated fashion, it incorporated me being a leader, um, me being able to teach people clothes, everything, yeah. freedom, everything that I was looking for, I found there. Yeah. Um, what was the question? Oh my gosh. Oh, your history and how did you get here? To, how did you get here to your multi-level marketing company? Got it. So you're getting there. So I'm getting there. Slowly but surely we're getting there. I'm like, back when I was three. We, yeah, where was I? Okay, so LuLaRoe was great. Um, I had a great run with it. I did it for two years. I really fell out of love with the clothes. Um, yeah. To be honest, I never was a thousand percent into the clothes, but I was like, hey, give me a challenge. I can make these clothes yeah. cute. Let me do this. And you did. You, you did. I tried. Thank yeah. you, Marissa. Yeah. So did you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so I loved it. I loved the world. I just wasn't in love with the clothes anymore. And I felt like I was lying and I felt like I wasn't being true to myself mm. when I would go live to my girls and, like, and be yeah! like, yay, look at this. Buy the shit that I don't even want to wear. It's so cute and like I yeah. knew I was done when I'd like get off the live and I'd have text messages from my friends being like okay you gotta stop we can all see it in your face like you, oh, gotta, you gotta stop oh. I could never tell oh. I'm sure you're close friends. I'm very yeah. like facial expressive so yeah. I just felt like a lot of people knew yeah um so that's when I quit it was a hard decision I cried for many days um but I just knew that there was more out there and I knew that my world coming from my t-shirt shop and coming from LuLaRoe. And if I could somehow combine those two worlds together by giving other girls the opportunity to do what I'm doing and teach them what I've learned over the last six years with social media and sales mm. and fashion and how to be a leader, um, I felt like I could really make something work. And I didn't feel like there was anything out there for these girls that were leaving LuLaRoe, anything else for them to go to except opening up their own boutiques. Yeah, it was like such an extreme without having that... That's, that's why LuLaRoe was nice because they provided most things for you. Obviously, they didn't give you the website mm -hmm. until later, mm -hmm. but um, it was nice to know that I could have the perks of being a business owner, exactly. but not have to do all the, the back end work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you basically, when you join a company, like, you know, another MLM like mine, you have someone that's basically your in-home in buyer. You don't have to do all the buying. Yeah. You have someone that's helping you with your taxes. You have support. You have, um, I mean, our website offers, like, you literally go on and you purchase inventory and it auto-loads for you. Yeah. So you don't even have to touch your website. That's awesome. Um, plus, I'm giving the girls so much freedom. They can choose whatever they want. I don't I don't stick them into, um, like, a corner and say, you have to purchase this much each month. Or yeah. These are the styles that you yeah. have to get. I let my girls have as much freedom as possible. And I feel like that was really lacking in the other yeah. direct sales clothing companies out there. Yeah, I agree. Um, so this is a tangent. Um, and then we'll kind of go back. But my, my question is, is you said you had this negative outlook on multi-level marketing. Mm -hmm. And obviously, I think a lot of people still do. Mm -hmm. And like, I think part of the reason for that, aside from the whole thinking of the pyramid scheme, mm -hmm. is like most companies that are multi-level marketing, you get... I probably get seven messages a day, a day. right mm -hmm. now, right? And they're mm -hmm. like, and it's this cliche message mm -hmm. of, hey, you would do great with this company. Mm -hmm. I love your energy. So how do you, and I know this this isn't what you teach your girls because mm -hmm. I know you and I know that that's not how mm -hmm. you ever operated. So what do you do? What do you tell your girls in regards to that to kind of avoid so that negative vibe of just constantly having to tell people no yeah. you know what I mean yeah. like I've, I've had people ask about workouts I've had people ask about yep. vitamins about cleaning products and I'm like y'all I'm not yeah 
not passionate about that, yeah. but I'm really happy that you're doing it. So how are you kind of combating those those negative things, and what, so, do, you, what do you teach your girls? I kind of look at it, and you guys are going to laugh at me, but I kind of look at it like when you were in high school, and like you were, you know, you liked a guy, but like you wanted the guy to come to you. You didn't want to like be like, hey, do you like me? Do you want to go on a date? Yes, like, you want to be desperate. Want, you want the people to come to you. Yeah. You need to attract the people without looking desperate. Yeah. Um, so I just tell my girls, they know, number one, that we don't do cold call messaging or anything mm. like that. That's just not how we roll. Yeah. Like, you guys, you have something that people want. You don't need to go out and get yeah, those you have people. A, when you have a quality product, the people will come. They come to you. Yes. There's no yes. reason for you guys to go out and look for people. Now, do I think that going out and spreading the word about what you do is bad? No, I think that's what we should be doing like hey this is what I do this is what I provide for my family um you know you would be great at it but there's a way of doing it without feeling spammy you know like truly being true to yourself and being like hey Marissa would be freaking awesome at this you know like she's cute she's bubbly she's fun like people like being around her she's fashionable like Marissa you really should look into this um are you actually asking me no of course (laughs) of course hello I'm like hint hint hint. right on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know it's fine (laughs) See though, I I slide it. See, and that's not spammy. That's not spammy. No, and there's there's a personal level too that has to come with it. Like having a normal conversation with someone, like, hey, you you would legit be good at this. Not sliding into DMs, being like, hey, girl, you're cute. You should do this. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It really is so much of the the negativity in that. Like I've even, um, and again, this is a tangent, but I've even sent Patrick screenshots, and I'm like. I don't know how many ways I can nicely say no like, to Like, leave people. me alone. And even yeah. if it was a product that I did like, when they approached me like exactly. that, I'm like... You're so turned eh, off. Yeah, like, eh, I'm good. And that was one thing, even when I was doing LuLaRoe, um, that I had said, like, I don't ever want to be that person. Mm-hmm. I never... And I'm sure everyone here mm-hmm. is just kind of in agreement. Like, we never want to be that person where we have to, like, beg people to be on never. my team yeah. so that I can make money. Never. Or, never. Yeah, or whatever. Never. Yeah. Um, so anyways, that was a little bit of a tangent, but I did want to talk about the the negativity that kind of surrounds, because that is such a big part of it. And I want them to know that that's not what you guys are doing. Like talking about something passionately Mm -hmm. and something you're excited about because you genuinely love it Mm -hmm. is totally different than just messaging a bunch of people in one setting. So that's really cool. What is your, your, your big vision for this company? Like I know we're in the here, we're in the now, and, mm-hmm. and you had this vision back then. Mm-hmm. Now, what is your like five-year, ten-year vision now? Do you have one? Yeah, so you're like, of course, like, of course I, do. I do. I'm Hold a on, type let me, three. Let me whip it out of my type back three pocket. achiever here. <laughs> <laughs> She's a type three. If you haven't figured it out yet. Oh yeah. Yeah. So when we joined Lularoe, um, I was number like forty-two thousand and like four hundred. Yeah. Um, and I. As much as I was like, whatever, bring it on. Like, I'm going to be number one. I don't care. It still was crazy to me to be in a company that was that big. And being in a company that, that it actually grew quadruple in that time. Um, it, it, it was something that it, it didn't end up working well. I felt like it was too yeah. much. It was too saturated. many people. It was saturated. Um, it was just too much. There were the control changed. The the company changed. The vision changed. So as much as I want Maverick to be huge, I want it to be sustainable. I want my girls to never feel like they're number forty two thousand four hundred and like they're competing with each six hundred people exactly. in the same city. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So my goal is to make sure that every single girl that joins Maverick that gives it a hundred percent is completely successful. Um, I always say to my girls, and you guys don't know this because you're not in my groups, but I'm always (laughs) like, 
I don't care what my bank account says. I don't care how I'm doing. My my reason for starting this was truly to help other people. Mm-hmm. And success will come to me, obviously, because of it. When because you that's you're, when you're yeah, an owner, you're that's what happens. Seeds, exactly. Yeah. Um, but my goal is to truly make everyone successful. I feel so responsible for everyone under me. Like mm. I literally That's good. I, it's I was joking the other day, I'm like this is the most money that's ever been in my bank account but it's the poorest I've ever felt because yeah. in my head I'm like no that money is for my girls that is not yeah, for me don't like, touch it don't touch don't it Stephanie this is for them like if, if my company grows and I need to expand or they need things that money is for them this, yeah. this is truly about just building something of this woman empowerment and changing this negative connotation of this yeah. direct sales world so, I love that. That was so cliche, but it really is no, the truth. No, that was good. You're, like, you're like, I, I really mean it. I really <laughs> She's genuine, y'all. I really She's am. genuine. It's not, we, it you, comes off authentic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so do you have, um, now, now that we're speaking of kind of like your potential for growth and who mm-hmm. you have, what like states do you have people in? What, what's the potential for growth as far as your actual retailers? Do you have people here? Do you have people in other states? So we have 54 active girls as of right now. Um, we started off, I was very picky with my first um, like 45 days in the business. I actually didn't open up enrollment until um, April, I'm sorry, March 15th. Mm. So we launched January 15th. I picked, handpicked the girls and then I closed enrollment. So mm. we were super picky with it. I wanted the right batch of girls to start the company and be the foundation. Um, so we have 54 girls. We have girls in 22 states. Um, and when I say wow. that, like, it's just like one girl, you know, in South Carolina, three in California. So right. the opportunity, I mean, for the, you to be able to say, hey, I was the first consultant in Texas. Yeah. Like, how kick-ass yeah. is that, you know? Yeah. Um, let alone I'm number 10 in Texas. You know, who yeah. cares at that point? It's it's nothing. Yeah. So the opportunity and the growth is there and the potential. It's, yeah. it's crazy when you look at it on the map. Because to me, I'm like, oh, my God, I have 54 girls. But then you look at the map and you're like, I've got nothing. Like, this is what, crazy, yeah. you know? Okay, so let's see. What would you say to someone who is um, skeptical about joining a multi-level marketing and generally, but also your multi-level marketing? Mm-hmm. I think being skeptical is good. I actually had a girl that messaged me today and she's like, I'm so, I'm so scared. And I go, being scared is a good thing because it means you're being realistic and it means you're looking at this as a business and it means that you're going to try to be successful. I get weary of the girls that are like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to join. Let's do this. On a whim. No, no, no this is a business. Like go talk to your accountant and like, let's do this. You know, um, what was the question again? (laughs) (laughs) What would you you say to someone who who is skeptical about multi-level marketing and specifically your your business? I would say I get it. I was there. I went into LuLaRoe being skeptical and saying I don't want to build a team. Um, I would say come in, do what you want to do, sell the clothes, and see what happens. If you don't want to build a team, don't build a team. But I'm still here to support you and and give you you all the tools that you need to be successful. That the beauty of my business is you don't need to build a team. You can just sell the clothes. So you don't have like a, this is more going to be more business, business centered questions. Mm -hmm. Um, you don't have like a specific amount say that a retailer needs to sell or what is, so how does someone sign up to be a retailer? Just in case there's someone listening who's like, Hey, I want to do this. Yeah. All right, y'all. That is the end of part one. Sorry again, if it ends abruptly, but we will be back on Monday with part two. And again, remember to follow us on all our socials and leave us a review on iTunes. Bye, guys.